Matt and Paul's All-Star Break Top 10. I'm Matt. I'm Paul. Welcome to Basketballers. Today, we're going to do an updated list of our top 10 players in the NBA. The reason we're doing it now is we did it after the end of the previous season, after the Lakers won the title. And at that point, we wanted to just kind of put out into the universe who Paul and I thought were the top 10 players in the league. Uh, Since there's been half a season, we're coming up to the All-Star break. We thought we would just do a revised list, have some fun. We haven't done a list in a while. So yeah, we we would kind of do the list for the All-Star teams. At least I did. And then you mocked it. But it's, it's kind of in that same vein, right? Like, all-star is who are the top players in the league. This is obviously our top ten players in the league. So, it, is, it kind of flows naturally also. Yeah. But before we get into that list, we want to talk a little bit about the difference between some of the national broadcasters and the regional broadcasters. Because we like listening to the regional broadcasters, especially the color commentators for the Timberwolves and the Hawks. And a lot of teams have really good uh, duos and regional pairs. In fact, I, I haven't I don't believe we've seen all teams, and some are better than others for sure, but I would argue that probably every single regional team is better than any of the national broadcasting teams. And some of the regional teams are definitely biased. Some of them are a little more balanced in their Yes. But, but there is kind of a charm when you turn on a regional broadcast or if you know, you hear a clip from something online. And the, the regional broadcaster is just like openly either shit talking their own team or just like talking about how great they are just totally biased some of that sometimes that could be kind of fun too it's really fun and and i mean like paul said so we're gonna shout out um specifically our two color commentators um between the wolves and the hawks respectively i'll let paul start with a hawks legend dominique wilkins classic he's great he's always talking about big men shouldn't shoot the ball <laughs> and unless specifically like, he talks like a mad amount of shit about chris Stapp's porzingis every I, game I they play it. i saw i saw a clip online yesterday of porzingis shooting like a 35 footer and i just heard dominique in the back of my head go well that's a bad shot <laughs> and it was it was hilarious well bob that's just a bad shot that's right just, there porzingis needs to shot. have a better a better post game it's, it's awesome. Yeah, Dominique's real. And, you know, it's funny because, obviously, I didn't really watch much Hawks regional broadcast before Paul and I started watching more games together. Um, but he's really fun to listen to. And it's interesting to me that someone who had such a good career as a player like Dominique Wilkins, who's been in broadcasting regionally. Yeah, for a while. He's better than so many other people at TNT or at ESPN. I'm so surprised he's not there. And especially like TNT, he's in Atlanta. Yep. I mean, he's better than several of the TNT color guys. Yeah. Several. And, and Vince Carter has been doing some work kind of behind the scenes. He's been on a few broadcasts, too. It wouldn't surprise me if Vince Carter maybe goes to TNT instead of Which, staying for local Atlanta. I mean, Carter, Vince Carter's awesome, but it, it does suck for someone like Neek who's been working at it for a while, and, and it yeah. really is good. The, I mean, Neek is a legend, though. He's a Hawks legend. So it does kind of make sense if he wanted to stick with the team. But he's also an NBA legend. Oh, for sure. I would imagine the TNT contract would be bigger than the Hawks contract. That's true. So, I mean, no no one's going to blame you for yeah. <laughs> going national for more money. But, uh, you know, so same for the Wolves. Jim Peterson, who's been the color commentator for a long time there, he, uh, he was an NBA player, played for Houston, won a couple of championships, but he's from Minnesota. Um, he actually was an assistant coach with the WNBA team there, the Lynx, for a while. 
but he's just great. And the thing I love about him is he, like most Timberwolves fans, is very open about the frustration with all the bullshit that fucking happens it's, every season. It's so great. It's and so great. What's cool about Jim Pete, too, is that he is, like Paul said, there are some broadcasts that are huge homers, like da 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 da. But, yeah. you know, like Jim Peterson will, will give praise when it's due. Like if Anthony Edwards has, has a sweet dunk, he'll be like, wow, and that was awesome, like great dunk. But when other players on the opposing team do something like really good, like let's say Nikola Jokic has some crazy move, he'll be like, oh my god, Jokic's post game is crazy, and then he and then he breaks down players. The cool thing about Jim Peterson is he does his homework so well. He he watches NBA games all the time, not just the Wolves. He will break down players their specific because he played in the league, and Dominique does this too. They'll break down certain looks, certain plays certain positions on the floor. Yep. And talk about different defensive strategies that they are happening. Do, they educate other than just talk shit, which like talking shit is fun and, but they do both really well. Yeah. And they, I mean, they talk shit about the Timberwolves players too, kind of in that manner. They're like, Oh, they need to really work on this or they need to work on that. But or, that's what I like is because I remember there was this, this is kind of a little bit of a segue, a little off script, but I remember back uh, in maybe 2012, there was when, when Skip Bayless was still on, first take oh yeah mark cuban came on and just like fucking roasted the shit out of him which is hilarious if you haven't seen the clip you should look it up on youtube it's so funny and skip bayless is talking about i think it was when miami was playing in the finals in 2012 and dallas had won the year before against miami when lebron and d wade and chris chris bosh were on the team um so mark cuban was on there just giving kind of insight and i think that maybe they had just won the championship and skip bayless was like well when you guys played, you know, LeBron just didn't play hard enough and da 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 And Mark Cuban's like, what the hell are you talking about? You're talking about didn't play hard enough. Like, you're not giving our team credit. We def- like we designed defensive schemes to outwork LeBron, to push him left, to, like, all this stuff. So, and look, Mark Cuban's a billionaire who has a sports team, and so he's able to, like, sit in and get the analysis and the actual behind-the-scenes of, like, how you run a basketball organization and how you coach team. But he was he was – as an owner, giving way more information to people viewing ESPN than they had ever heard from that show. And that's oh, yeah. the whole thing. You don't hear like you don't learn enough about the game and I mean that from the people who do national broadcast. Yeah, and first take is just purely for entertainment purposes, but Of course, but but, even, but I guess I'm I'm during, marrying it back to the back to the broadcast. broadcast yeah. yeah. Again, it's just Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson being pissed off they don't have coaching jobs currently and just talking about how the game was better thirty years ago. Or throwing out catchphrases that everyone has heard like 50 times. And even if you only watch the NBA Finals, you're going to be sick of it. Say it. Hand down, man down. Terrible. <laughs> what a bad catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. To me, you especially for a national TV broadcast, someone's flipping channels. Or even they have the NBA Finals. And so you get a lot of first-time viewers that way. If you're not captivated and pulled in by the announcing crew... And they're actively almost pushing you away. Like, that's a problem just for the sport. Also, I'm just going to say this right now because, look, our regional guys, first of all, again, shout out to Jim Pete because he is, like, the best. Shout out to Dominique Wilkins. He's a G. They're they're awesome. And there's a lot of other good ones, too. Shout out to all the regional guys and gals also. I don't want to see him. Yeah. Uh, But speaking of gals, because ESPN is going to continue to do the finals, but get – look, it's Mike Breen that does the – Yo. Okay, so keep Mike Breen as your main announcer. That's fine. He does a really good job. I have nothing against Mike Breen. Mike, Mike Breen's a real one. He's Mike Breen's cool. good. 
uh, get rid of Mark Jackson and get rid of Jeff Van Gundy and fucking just put in Doris Burke. Shout out to Doris Burke. She is, she is so good. And she actually does give analysis, but she's not given that platform in the finals and and she should be. That's what's kind of frustrating too, is like you have the talent. 100%. 100%. They're already on the payroll. Yeah. You don't even have to look outside. You yeah. don't have to make a new hire. All you have to do is say like, okay, you are going to sit here instead of here, and then your product becomes better. Or shit, like put Jalen Rose on. Yeah. Or like Kendrick Perkins or something. <laughs> like, I mean, Perk does a lot of stuff with Rachel Nichols. Put Perk on her. Put Rachel Nichols on. Yeah. Why not? They she would, knows more about basketball than they a lot would, of people. They would all be better. So anyway, shout out to the regionals and fuck the nationals. Although shout out to uh, Inside the NBA because that is the best show. Inside the NBA is the best. But even the TNT color commentators could use an upgrade. Yeah, for sure. So all right. I mean, they have people like like Candace Parker is now doing you know some inside stuff, and she's been like she'd be good. She's so smart. Yeah. You know they had KG on a contract for a while. I mean, <laughs> can you imagine him calling? It? What we need is KG and Bill Walton. Oh no! Make it happen. Oh, no. <laughs> KG is not allowed to be on a Nationals. If they start broadcasting on HBO, he'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They need a platform where he's allowed to cuss. (laughs) I don't know if KG is capable of going two minutes talking about basketball without cussing. Also, I just have to shout out, this is random, but I have to shout out Nickelodeon because they broadcast a couple NFL games or like an NFL playoff game. Did you see that? No. Yeah, Nickelodeon broadcast because it's like through CBS, I think. Broadcasted a couple of the games. And they did, like, they had, like, their own graphics in the end zone and, like, fake slime. And then they actually slimed a coach after the game. It was so <laughs> hilarious. I think it was New Orleans game. I think they, they slimed Sean Payton or something. But it was so great. And I would love to see, like, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon do an NBA game. It'd be pretty fun. Do something. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so just kind of a random shout-out. But that was cool. And it was cool because Nickelodeon was also explaining – things like had graphics on the screen for the kids who like really didn't know the game of football so explaining what's happening and yeah that'd be great bring a new generation 100 percent. because also football commentators fucking suck they do tony roma is pretty good but they all fucking suck a lot of them are really bad joe buck and troy Aikman especially are and terrible it, and yeah that's a good point if you're a kid and you're watching you know the espn game or something the commentators are telling you how much the game sucks you're not going to want to play. You're no, why would care. you want to be interested in that? It's just... There it's is this generational life. thing where some old heads... Look, there are some that are, like, very complimentary. Kevin Garnett just had this thing, and he's not, like, an old, old head. So, But he... I mean, he had this thing where basically saying, people from, like, early in my generation could not play in today's NBA. That's not saying today's NBA is better. It's such a different game. Yeah. And he was giving credit to today's NBA. People adapt. Right, and and what's cool is he's basically saying my generation was cool. The people who play now couldn't do what we did, but we also couldn't do what they did, or they do. Yeah. And I think that's what you have to do. There's so many guys who've retired from the NBA who just, they're just so negative about today's NBA. And that doesn't do anything for the sport going forward. No, if all you're doing is shit-talking the current product, then you're going to imp- negatively impact the next product, like right. the future product. It's just kind of like the boomer way, honestly. (laughs) That's just how it goes in general. All right. Hey. (laughs) Let's get into our top 10 list. Are you ready? Oh, baby. Okay, so I think we need to set some ground rules here. What are the ground rules? 10? I think we should have 10 10? players in the... So this is our our second biannual... No. (laughs) It kind of is. I don't don't hate that. Uh, Okay, so 
last time, if I if memory serves, we went from one to ten because I think at the time we were both very convinced that our number ones were one hundred percent the same. Our our number tens are probably not going to be the same this time around. Well, that's okay. Right. So you maybe want, what we should do is want to start at number ten. I think we should start at ten. I also think we should just go play. Like I think we should go number by number, even if there are dupes. We'll just let's go. We'll save it because I think in, I think last time I was like, oh yeah, that's my number. What are you? Or like that's my number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll just go and we'll have a lot of similar players and we'll just we'll go. So bottoms um, up. Let's go. Who's your ten? I'm gonna let you start. Jimmy Butler. He was he was higher early on. In the beginning of the list, but he's come back and changed the Miami Heat. He is still a top ten player. So he was not. I, he left my top ten. And Jimmy I, Buckets left my top ten. I, I do see that because he's been hurt for a lot of the year, and that's the main thing. But when but when he has come back, he is scoring, rebounding, assisting. He's doing every. That team is different with Jimmy Butler because. He's a great player. Here is why he's not in my top 10. It's because of the injury and because there's such a small sample size versus the other players on my list. Yep. So and, my, there, and there is some carryover from last season and then just what he's done so far this season. My number 10 is Anthony Davis. Fair. He was my number two last time. The reason he's number 10 isn't because he's played like significantly worse than he did. It's just when we go down the list – I don't know, Paul. Like it's in, this season's interesting because there are so many, there's so many players that have elevated their game this year versus most years. I think, to me, there's not usually as much of an upper echelon of talent as maybe there has been this year. There's a lot of players who are playing ridiculous basketball. Yeah, and I love it. Uh, it's it's great. great. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with you. I actually agree with you so much on your Anthony Davis pick. He's my number nine. Interesting. That's actually pretty cool, right next to each other. Right, ne- but it's, it's sort of the same reason. Like he's been hurt for some of the year, and he's been really good. He hasn't been as like dominant as he was last year, especially in the playoffs. You still have to give him his respect, though. Still give the respect. Yeah. He was number nine. So I don't believe I would be shocked, but I don't believe that my number nine is on your list. All right. Do you have a guess at who my number nine could be? Someone not on my list. Let's pull up the Raptor War leaderboard. Uh, according to Raptor War, it should be Mike Conley. Is Mike Conley in your top 10? Oh, shit. Then maybe my person is on your list, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you might ha- Then you would have them higher than me. Uh, my <laughs> number nine is Rudy Gobert. Okay. Uh, okay. The reason I have Rudy Gobert at number nine, and it's funny because Paul and I have these Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell debates like every single <laughs> night. And I love Donovan Mitchell. And think he's the I think he's the true star personality of the Jazz. The Jazz, to me, it's one of those things where again, I when I'm doing top tens, it's like because I, I always winning is always big for me. It can't be the number one thing, or it can't be the only thing, rather. But it's it's weighted for me heavily. The Jazz are by far the best team in the league. Yeah. Um and Rudy Gobert is the anchor in general of that team absolutely he's playing i mean if he's not defensive player of the year this year i i don't know who's gonna be honestly look there's other good defensive players yeah i'm just saying they're playing at an elite level in offensive and defensive efficiency their ratings um he and on offense he's gotten better he's not ever gonna be a prolific offensive player but he's he's good enough where he can get his weapons around him 
the ball. Yeah, and he, where he's the, definitely improved. To to me on the eye test, the most important player on that team is Gobert. Yes. Because if Donovan Mitchell is out of a game for some reason, you're like, okay, that hurts, but they still have enough wing weapon power where they can still win the game. Jordan Clarkson gets 30. Or yeah. Conley is out, same thing. Clarkson is out, same thing. Gobert is out, and you're still like, oh, shit, what are we going to do tonight? Exactly. <laughs> like, our defense is going to just give up 130 now? Right. So we need to score a ton? Yeah. Yeah, and what are we gonna like? How are pick and rolls gonna work? Because that's Go Bears setting the screens a lot yeah. of the time. So at least you know, even aside from the advanced stats, where he is the leader on the team, and that just even on the eye test, he's the most important player. I don't hate that. Yeah, he's not in my top ten, and maybe he should be. I'm just saying. <laughs> and again, advanced analytics love Go Bear. Absolutely. So. Which. Which is good for him because defense can be tough to quantify. And sometimes the eye test doesn't always give you a good defensive look either. Because a lot of times players will just not drive the ball because Gobert's there. Like, players change their game just because of who he is. And the funny thing about offensively with Gobert is that he's actually, he's, and this is going to sound funny saying it, but he's honestly one of the most important pieces to their three-point success because you have to respect him in the paint. Yeah, rolling into the paint. Utah is being prolific from three-point this year. Absolutely. They might end up being the best three-point shooting team in the history of the league this year. They're on pace. Yeah, and, and a lot of that's, that's sustainable be- or not. Sure, is- but they've sustained it over 30-some-odd games. Yeah, so, you got to give credit where it's due. So, but a lot of that comes from Gobert's ability to get in the paint, Yeah, and he will punish you. And demand attention in the paint. Exactly, and then he leaves, and then everybody else in the Jazz can basically fucking shoot threes, so <laughs> there you go. Pass it a few times, <laughs> and he's gotten better at passing out of that, too. Yeah. He'll roll, they'll kind of bring someone else down. And that's kind of what I was saying as far as his offensive improvement. It's It's been, the I think, the awareness and the ability to pass out of those situations. So, yeah, shout-out to Gobert. I mean, the fact that, he, that we're even having a conversation of him being in the top ten players in the league is a huge improvement from where he's been in general. He's never been a bad player. He's always been really good. Yeah. But everyone's always just talked about his defense. And I think he is showing that he's le- he's never going to score 20 points a game, but he's he's going to be a threat. Yeah. He doesn't create his own shot. No. Like a Rudy Gobert post up is not a great shot for the Utah jazz. But if you have one of the top three, I would argue defenders in the league. That's fine. Um, top five, <laughs> probably. And, and he has gotten better as we said on offense. Um, if you have one of the top five defenders in the league who is good on offense, like good. Yeah. Not great, but good. That's amazing. So, so my number eight player is kind of the opposite of Gobert, actually. Okay. They're arguably a top three, if not top one offensive player in the NBA. Okay. But defense is questionable. This is where things are going to get super interesting. Go ahead. Steph Curry. <laughs> okay. Who I had as an early season MVP, not a bad pick because that team is garbage outside of him. And he's been carrying them a lot. I Please tell me he is still in your top 10. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I am a Steph Curry fanboy. I think he should be in everyone's top 10. My number eight, which I'm sure you have this person higher, is Kawhi Leonard. I, I do have him higher. Um, I've never – look, Kawhi is Kawhi. He's an amazing player, and I know that he needs to be ranked high. I just don't like Kawhi Leonard that much. Like, he's a fantastic basketball player, but I just – I'm not a fan, honestly. Um, the Clippers are good this year, 
They're not fantastic. They're top three seed in the West, which is really good. But on paper, they should be better than they are even, honestly. that's He's the best player on their fair. team, that's for fair. sure. Um, he's an elite defender. He's an elite um, offensive player from a production standpoint. Super efficient. But he just doesn't do a lot for me. So, I mean, he definitely has to be in the top ten. But, I, again, the reason I placed players the way I did this this time is I think everybody above him is having a more impactful season. So That's fair. Kawhi kind of has that Gobert effect, too, where players play differently when he's guarding them. Absolutely. Because it's like, oh, shit, Kawhi Leonard is guarding me. Like, what if I just don't dribble the ball? Yeah, he's still an elite defensive player for sure. And, and he's, a, he's a really good offensive player. But I just, again, the Clippers, I, eh. Kawhi Leonard does so many good things when he's on the basketball court. They're like, he's a good rebounder, a good passer. Yeah. Obviously, like, a world-class defender as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I have him higher. Sure. I, I think it's fair to look at the, the Clippers team and say, why aren't you better? But he is still clearly the best player on the team, even a team with Paul George, who's a good player and playing well this year. And I think where I kind of weigh that is kind of to piggyback off of what you just said is I just, I don't. How much have you helped me win? Exactly. And look, they're winning at a good club. I'm not saying they're not winning, but when you, the team on, honestly, that team on paper should probably be number one in the West. I mean, maybe tied with the Lakers, but. There's yeah, no I mean, reason that the Utah Jazz should be better than them. I mean, I'm glad they are good. For, it's just, that's nothing against Utah. I'm not taking no, anything I, away from Utah. Absolutely, but, but the Clippers, the Clippers have, should be. They have championship aspirations for sure, and they have a championship team on paper. Right. Well, that's why they have the aspirations. Yeah, exactly. For it. So, that's that's my take. What's that's, your number seven? That's fair. I kind of used that same logic for my number seven. It was close with my number eight. It's Damian Lillard, and that's because. Same time, at the end of games, going in the clutch, he has been phenomenal this year. Like, the Blazers would have 10 fewer wins without Damian Lillard taking some of these shots. And the the Trailblazers year after year always hurt. It's always like, Nurk is out. CJ is out this year. How are we going to win games? Oh, I guess we'll just keep it close, and then Damian Lillard will take over in the last five minutes. Well, my number seven is similar, because it's also Damian Lillard. Hey! <laughs> I... I did struggle. Please tell me stuff is somewhere in your top six. So the reason that I put Damian Lillard above Kawhi is exactly what you just said. That winning. And that's that's if, why I put him above Steph, which is a very – to me, that's a very tight – I'm not mad at you for having Steph over Lillard. I'll be pissed if you don't have Steph in your top ten. We'll see. We're going to – I'm going to throw <laughs> you out this window, man. But Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Damian Lillard has – I think he's having probably the best – at least the most impactful season of his career. Um, he's just, he's absolutely crushing it. So Yeah, because he has willed a lot of those wins. Exactly. And that's, again, that's why I take him over Kawhi because, you know, again, Kawhi gets you the stats in games, but he actually, he's not an incredible closer. He's not a terrible closer. He's not a liability in closing games. Damian Lillard is one of the players in the league where you're like, give him the fucking ball. Go, just, go, 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 go. Get, get out, out of the way. fucking way. Go. A- any shot that Damian Lillard takes is a good shot. 100%. He's one of the most dangerous late in game players in the whole league. Oh yeah. Probably top five, who knows? But there, one of the most dangerous players. There's only a short handful of people that I would want with the ball in their hands late in the if game. If I'm down two to the Blazers and they have the last shot, I'm fucking freaking out. Yeah, you're like <laughs> you're like Lillard is shooting a three from somewhere like outside of thirty feet. And there's a really good chance it's gonna go in. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay, number six. You want to go on this one? Why don't you go? No, man. No, you go. Kevin Durant. Okay. Okay. I had Giannis down here. Okay. Giannis fell a little bit in my rankings. He's been very good, but it's kind of your Kawhi argument. The Bucks haven't been lighting things on fire. They've been fine. I mean, they were without Drew Holiday, and they traded away a lot of pieces for him, yada, yada. They still have Chris Middleton and a very good team around him. He's been, I mean, he's been good. He hasn't been great. Okay. I think Kevin Durant's been better than Giannis this year. Uh, Okay. I don't, but we'll get there. Uh, Look, Kevin Durant's been amazing. He's been out a little bit. It was hard. Honestly, like, these next few in a row were kind of hard for me to rank. So, but, yeah. and that's what I was saying earlier is that the talent's so good this year that it's just it's kind of really what I think we we're gonna, we're gonna have a lot of our, a lot of the players are similar, a lot of the players are similar that Paul and I have, just different order. So um, Kevin Durant has been really good this year, but well, I'll get to Giannis in a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, Kevin Durant's been great. Uh, it's nice to see him back from his Achilles injury. That was a brutal injury. It took him a long time to come back, and a lot of players don't come back from that. No, so, it's, it's um, been great to so see him. So, you know, props to him. Shout out to KD because he's looking so good. Um, that's kind of what I can say about Battle Kevin. Okay, so number five. Based off of ratings and different things, I think we have the same number five. Okay. I think we have the same number five. We don't. You don't think we do? No, we can't. You already said my number five. Oh, shit. Unless you double listed. No. Who's your number five? Katie? Kevin Durant's my number five. Ooh, then I bet we have four and five switched. Okay. Please tell me Steph Curry's in your top three. Good Lord. Mm. If Steph Curry didn't make your top, I'm going to be... So, Kevin Durant, I, I get that. Um, I'm, guys, I'm getting kind of heated over here. <laughs> I get that. Um, Yeah. And look, five and six, I think that's... Again, it was kind of close. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Durant's had such a good season. My number five is Joel Embiid. Okay. I'm sure he's in your top ten. Are you going to fight me otherwise? We'll see. Is he not in your top ten? Is he not in your top ten? No, he is. Okay. Because you you always been higher on Joel Embiid than I have. But, uh, so Joel Embiid at five. Look, I think from especially from five to one in my list, I can see an argument for kind of whatever order. Um, I think it's close. Embiid's had the best season of his career. He's just putting up fucking crazy stats. He's been healthy. Philly has been monster in the East. They're the best team in the East. Yeah, so, I mean, um, kind of like your Gobert argument for Utah and how they've been winning. To me, that helped Embiid's case. Yeah, you take Embiid out, you're you're fucked. Right. And they're doing. I mean, the East is good. Like the West is still better, but the East is still good. Yes. And you, and you have the best record in the East, like. He, he is on my list, but he is higher because they are just playing so well with him. Who's your number five? Or, yeah, number five. My five was KD. Oh, that's right. Okay, who? You ready for my number four? Yeah. Four is my favorite number also. Me too. God. Stop capping We've talked about that. Stop capping me, man. Kawhi. Kawhi landed number okay. four. I didn't. He hasn't been impactful enough for the, the top three slots. Damn, bro. And Bede's in your top three. And Bede's been really good. To- he has. I look. 
Okay. So well, Kawhi is number four. That's way higher than I had him. Okay. Kawhi, he's just he's been solid. He hasn't been flashy. The team hasn't been great, but he has still been arguably a top four player to me. My number four is Steph Curry. There we go, baby. I like it. Do I like your list better than mine right now? You might. <laughs> Look, uh, I've I've been traditionally a Steph Curry hater, but he, have, I, have I shown you the light? Not. Not necessarily. I mean, yeah, it hasn't hurt, but I just <laughs> look. You cannot deny his talent. You cannot deny the impact he has. The impact that a small offensive first point guard has on a team that's as big as his is crazy. That's rare. Yeah. To have I mean, an offensive, like basically no defense, pure offense. And that's Lillard Small point also. guard. That, that's why they were so close to me. Yeah, to me, Steph to Curry just has the edge by quite a bit. Because, frankly, I know Portland has had injuries. I get that. But a fucking injured Portland is leaps and bounds better than the rest of Golden State. They've, they're fucking terrible. I mean, Golden State's best player is Andrew Wiggins, who you gave away a first-round pick to get out of his contract. I would still take an injured D'Angelo Russell over Andrew Wiggins. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, And, and he is their second-best player. If you, if you plug in... A, an average point guard in the league. Um, hey, plug in Ricky Rubio. Sure. They're the worst team in the league. Worse than the Wolves. They're the worst team. Yeah. They're terrible. They're garbage. He is willing. That, he's going to will them to the playoffs. They're going to lose in the first round. But damn it, he's going to Steph Curry's going to put up crazy fucking numbers. Actually, I take that back. Draymond Green is the second best player. Andrew Wiggins would be the third yeah, best. Yeah, but Draymond Green is he's a weird impact player because he can't carry a team. No. He's very important to that team, but he's he can't carry it. The difference Steph Curry makes, like when he's in and out, it's just insane. Oh, it's night and day. It's night and day. They're, so, just, they're just like trying to maintain a slight deficit when he's not on the court. Yeah. And then he comes back in, they're like, please score like 30 points in the next 30 minutes. And he does. Yeah. And it's great. And no, I, I, and to me, this year, honestly, part of the reason I have him so high as well is Steph Curry's always been really good. But he's also had amazing teams, even before Kevin Durant came. But like those, that championship team when KD came, those teams oh, yeah. were just untouchable. Oh, so yeah. you have a lot, of, and that was not unfair. only just I mean you have you know Steph, you have Clay Thompson when he was healthy, Draymond Green when you had Andre Iguodala, you had you had some really amazing veterans that were on those teams as well. He has fucking nobody now, and the fact that he's, he's doing what he's doing done. now, it, yeah. so that's that's to me where my my sh- my shift has come on Steph Curry is that I have so much more respect for him because of this season. Well, I mean, the defensive scheme is just like stop Steph Curry, right? Do anything to slow down Steph Curry, and you really can't. No, he will go down as potentially the best offensive player of all time. I have shown you the light. I've brought you around. It's you can't deny it. It's it, it looks. I, I love yeah. the shit on players and stuff. Also, Steph Curry's a good dude. So, but like, but. You can't deny his greatness. No. So that's my number he is four. For, he is for sure right now the best offensive player. <clears throat> number three. We might have the same number three. We do not have the same number three. Because you have three. Joel Embiid as your number I have Joel Embiid. Okay. I bet I can guess yours is. Who? Jokic. Nope. Oh. My number three is LeBron James. Oh. Spicy. My number th- okay. look. LeBron James is the best player in the world. This is not an indictment on LeBron James. This has nothing to do with how great he is as a player. 
He's having another LeBron season. He's Wait, 36 years old. If he's the best player in the world, why isn't he number one? Because this isn't over the career. This is this year. This is okay. currently. Okay. I'm not taking the weights of the careers. Right. So he's not the best player in the world. Yes, he is. Well, then he has to be your number one. No. Yeah? No. If you're the best in the world, you're... Oh, my God. And I'm just going to throw you out the window just based on principle. <laughs> That's... The best in the world, you're number one. Anyway, continue. Anything you say from here on out is just invalid. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you would let me explain, like... No. <laughs> no, you're just wrong. Joel Embiid is my number three because I think he is the third best player in the world. That's why. LeBron is the best player in the world in general. In general. He's the best basketball play- player in the world. You can, you can, someone else can be having a better season than LeBron and not be the best player in the world. Let in, me give you an example. Paul, in, let me give you, no, let me give you an example. Okay. okay. You and I are in chemistry class together, which would be terrifying because I was fucking terrible at chemistry. <laughs> you're getting, you're getting an A for the entire semester. I'm getting a D, which is very likely, <laughs> but there's, there's a test and I get an A on it and you get a B. That doesn't mean I'm better at chemistry than you. That means I was better at one test. That's what I'm saying. That's my whole thing. Okay. Because the best player in the world isn't just, it's never just about one season because then people would have said three seasons ago, Russell Westbrook was the best player in the world. No one fucking said that when he won MVP. That that didn't happen. But he had the best season out of any player. Most MVPs do. LeBron James has been considered the best player basically since he's been in the fucking league. It's not been that controversial. All right. So that's my point. All right. Motherfucker. All right. <laughs> I mean, there's a, you there's can a dis- lot of stuff boiled in there. But you, can dis- a, you can disagree with that's me. That's fine. I, I'm just, that's, that's my whole point is that LeBron is still, he is the creme de la creme. Yes. The, the golden child. He is the guy. He is still amazing. This is for this exercise midway through. Okay. Who's the best right now? Who's okay. having the best season? That's what I'm going by. Okay, fine. So Joel Embiid is your number three. I get that. Who's left for you? What have you... Oh, my God. You put Luka in at number two, didn't you? Oh, no. What? <laughs> so, am I going next? Yeah, I want to hear this. Who's your number two? Wait, don't tell me. So, LeBron's your number one. You'll find out. My number two is Giannis. That's who you put in there. Okay. So you think... Okay. Okay. You think Giannis has been that impactful? Yes. Okay. Um, even even more so than, like, Embiid? Yes. I do. I... I will respectfully disagree. I think but it's I think it's close. If you look at it, if you look at advanced stats, if you look at... Oh, yeah. If you look oh, at... Yeah. If you look at some oh, different advanced stats... Yeah. Okay. I got the Raptor War pulled up. We have Embiid sitting at number two, and I'm not talking about your fucking bullshit Nate Silver Raptor War. Okay. What other stat do you want? I mean, I'm just talking about like basketball reference, looking at advanced stats. Four. Giannis is third. Right. Embiid is six. Right. Okay. So. All right. Box plus minus. Embiid is second. Giannis is third. Win shares. Embiid is second. Giannis is fourth. It's close. Sure. Look, Giannis, I think 
it's one of those things where I think at points in his career he's been overrated and underrated. It's weird. It is kind of because he's so good. He does have deficiencies. However, all I'll say is I think what solidified it was the Wolves played the Bucks a few nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> the dude is insane. He is. He's getting better at the free throw line. He's getting more consistent. He still doesn't have a three point shot like he should, but he may be able to develop it later in his career. No, it, I'll I'll take bets on that. It, let me finish my thought. Even if he does not, which he probably won't. He could, but he probably won't. Let's say he doesn't. He's so unstoppable. He's, he's. I mean, they call him the Greek freak for a reason. He's unstoppable. He is a physical specimen, unlike we've seen. He's insane. So, um, I think the Bucks team without... Look, the Bucks team is, is good. They're not to where we think they should be. I think that's on their fucking coach. I think Bud should be gone. Fuck that guy. I'm sorry. He's fucking overrated. Um, Giannis off that team, they're not even close to a playoff team, in my opinion. I mean, they have I, good. They I, have good players like Chris Middleton is fantastic. Giannis, I think Chris, Giannis off that team, they would still be a fringe playoff team. Okay, but but that that's every championship contender though. You take away their best player, they're still a fringe playoff. Well, team. and that's so that's the difference is that they are a championship contender. Even if their win-loss record doesn't show it right now, they're a championship contender, and Golden State is not. Yeah. So that's the difference. I, I think, he's, I think well, he has I great mean, impact. I mean, if you switch Giannis and Steph Curry, the, the Bucks are going to have a better record, and the Warriors are going to have a worse record. Okay, you're number two. Hey, no comeback for that one. I I'm, I'm, didn't even pay attention to what you said, to be honest. That's fine. It was factually correct. Nikola Jokic is my number two. You fucking pussy. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that on the phone. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's wrong with having Jokic as number two? That's fine. Who's your number two? Uh, I just told you, Giannis. Oh, fuck, that's right. <laughs> I thought that was your number three. <laughs> no, Jokic has been so good. So you had him as your number one then. Oh, yeah. Let's keep going. Well, you just want me to talk up Jokic? Then you just piggyback off me? So you had so you had LeBron as your number one. Let's go there. LeBron's my number one because he is the best player in the world, and that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, but he's not having the best he's not having the best season. Like he's having a really good season. He's great. And look, I'm not talking trash about LeBron, but Nikola Jokic is right now, he's having a better season than LeBron. He's having an all time great season. The yeah. only knock I will give on Jokic is that Denver's record should be better. Yes. That is the big knock. But it he is the reason their record is even as good as it is, though. Hit if you look at regular stats, advanced stats, the Any, eye test, anything. he is he is phenomenal. Not even close. He's number one in like every category, and it's not even close. Not even close. I would just I would just like to reiterate if I'm voting for MVP, my MVP vote is Jokic. Yes. I still think LeBron is the best player because I think, and it's pretty much proven, LeBron is kind of coasting right now. When he when he sure. turns it on, he is still the best player. I mean, I think LeBron is a better player than Jokic. I'm just I'm talking, and you and I may have we always have like very slightly different yeah like semantics criteria for it, right? That's right. So me, it's more like who's having the best season so far. And we're really not we're really not that far. No, off we're really not. Um, at the end of the season, it'll probably be LeBron James Lakers winning another championship, and then, and then I will say LeBron James is number one. And there it is. It's and not Jokic even is number exactly one hundred percent. 
But Jokic has solidified himself, I think, regardless. I think Jokic has solidified himself as a top five player probably for a while. Yeah. Oh, Joel yeah. Embiid is probably going to be a top five player for a while. And I hope they stay healthy. That's always... Especially Embiid. Because Jokic hasn't been had that many injury issues. He's had, he's had some nagging stuff. Yeah, but not too much. No, Embiid's the one with the injury history. <sighs> That's why I kind of hope that uh, Philly gets far this year. I hope they can make it far because... Who knows how many times they'll have the opportunity to make a championship run yeah, with Embiid. And, and I hope everyone's healthy for it. Yeah. Absolutely. I th- I still think your Giannis is kind of a reach. But maybe my Kawhi was kind of a reach in hindsight too. I don't I don't necessarily disagree with the points you brought up for Kawhi. That's fair. All in all. So, fairly, so who are the only players lists. that we have different? I had Jimmy Buckets. Did you have and you didn't have Gobert? I did not have Gobert. That was the only difference. Other than that, it's just an ordering issue. That's crazy. So nine of our ten. I think last time we had seven out of ten. Something same? like so that. So we have nine out of ten the same. Apparently, we both just watch basketball and have eyes and use our brains. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> or we just talk about it too much with each other off the pod. <laughs> That's the funny thing. List. So like the initial reason for the pod was my wife was like can you guys please stop fucking talking about basketball all the time? Yeah, he just and calls just like, me up and is like, let's talk top 10. He's <laughs> like, let's just do a pod about it. Well, I was talking to Paul about we need to do top 10 all-time lists, which will be an off-season big episode. Don't worry, I shelved it for the off-season. I wanted to do it now, but that's okay. I had to talk, uh, him, talk him down and say, okay, we can do a top 10, but not of all time. We'll do it of all time in the off-season. And that's going to be a fucking shit show. Oh, yeah. Wow. Especially if I'm drinking during that. <laughs> Start berating each other. I'm looking forward to it. Well, we might have to break that up into two segments, like 10 through 5 and then 4 through 1. I guess 10 through 6, 5 through 1. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Will, will our friendship survive that podcast? Yes, it'll be fine. Because <laughs> I'm sure we both have the same number one. Is it LeBron James? I don't know. Yeah, of He's course. having a bad season. <laughs> fuck you matt <laughs> didn't say he's having a bad season i know just, i actually kidding. think it's funny because honestly i i would have bet money on you having Jokic number one because because you normally see maybe we're both getting in each other's head spaces a bit this is what's interesting i do love me some big honey i took i took Tried to take more of an analytics approach-ish. I know. You started talking wind shares, and I'm like, what? But you took more of a kind of feeling approach about LeBron that I would normally take. Very this, interesting. This is actually an accurate representation of what happened. Is basketball becoming like a psychological fucking experimentation? <laughs> <laughs> who, who would have ever known? I'm not even getting paid for this. Fuck. <laughs> This is dumb. I'm going to get experimented on. At least give me something. Give me a vaccine. <laughs> um, Damn. That's Speaking of vaccines, if you can get a vaccine, cool. If you can't right now, it's understandable because every state's pretty much fucking it up. So, you know. Yay. Um, by the way, big fuck you to the state of Iowa for fucking up everything, everything? basically. Jinx. Um, Shout out to the people of Iowa who are actually pretty awesome. For the most part. They're, you, most of them are awesome. Yeah. I'm going to take this moment to go on a little rant that Paul definitely is not prepared for me to go on. I am definitely not. We are all in this together. When 
Texas had their um, crazy ice storms the other week. I saw some people online saying some really shitty things, basically like, Texas deserves it because they're a red state. And da, 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 da. I'm progressive, personally, but um, just because Texas has a bunch of fucked up politicians running the state doesn't mean that their people should suffer and die. So if you have that take, go fuck yourself. Um, there are really great people living in states ran by really bad people. And I think if we can all remember that we're all just human beings and like, we just want to live. We want to work, make yep. some money, be able yep. to have some fun, watch sports, play music, go outdoors and camp, do that kind of stuff. Enjoy time with our families. The American dream. I mean, it sounds corny, but like, look, if we don't like our politicians, let's actually work on getting them the fuck out because we can do that. So that's my weird little side political rant. But, um, Paul, do you have anything else basketball related? Anything else that we're missing right now? Man, you said rant. I was, I was like preparing myself no. for like a five minute endeavor. No. Okay. That was short and sweet. That was short and sweet. Yeah. I mean, kind of piggybacking on your point. If, if you're able to help out in some way, not even financially, but just helping out a neighbor, helping out a family member, if they're struggling or they got sick, do so. It's good for everyone when we all help each other. Out. Be a good fucking person. Yeah. I work in, um, I'll just say very generally the service industry. And people are fucking assholes. They're like, people are mean for no good reason. Like people get really upset about the smallest things. And if you could just remember that when you're going to a restaurant or you're going to a retail store, whatever it is, you're interacting with a person who has a life and a family and hobbies and likes and dislikes and stresses and things that happen in life. You could be getting somebody on an off day. Don't be a f- don't be that fucking don't be that guy or that gal. Don't be the Karen online who's screaming at somebody for some bullshit reason. Be good. It's okay to be mad at a corporation or an entity. It's not okay to berate somebody who's just being paid to take your abuse. I mean, Jeff Bezos should get his fucking head screamed off like everywhere he goes and like be told that he's a terrible person because he is. Right? Like, but the Amazon call center employee is not in any position to make any change. 100%. And it's the same all around, like in Texas, like you were saying. Is it okay to be mad at the corporations who didn't properly winterize their, you know, wind farms and coal plants? Yeah, that's very fair. Right. Is bitching about it to some customer service representative going to change that? No. No. And did they, like, turn off the power? No. Can you get mad at Texas politicians for basically monopolizing and like deregulating the power industry so they could just upcharge the fuck out of people? Yeah. Get mad at them. Yeah. Is it okay to be mad and vote different politicians in that'll change that in the future? Yeah. But you should still do that with dignity. 100%. Look at this getting a little philosophical here at the end of the pod. All right. We're going to sign off before we start crying. Uh, All I'm going to say is... The Wolves are terrible. And I predict that they're going to be probably the worst team in the league and lose their lottery pick because they deserve it. <laughs> it'll it'll be the number four overall pick. Also, preseason, I predicted, I predicted the Hawks would be the fourth seed in the East. Still time. I think they're going to be the fourth seed in the East. Uh, okay. No, that's just... I do. No, I do. No. 
I do. I'll bet against that. Okay. I'll uh-huh. bet you. How about you have to pay me a hundred dollars either way? <laughs> no. Take it. No deal. <laughs> okay. Before we keep uh, before we keep on for too long, uh, yeah, guys. Thanks again for keeping keeping on listening to our show. We really appreciate it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna probably take a break over the All Star break as well. We'll see some basketball coming back. We'll probably bring back a recap of the All Star game slash what happened with the dunk contest, yada whatever. Um, and we'll go from there. Uh, see the second half of the season and see who can uh, make it into the playoffs. So until next time, I'm Matt. I'm Paul. Thanks for listening to Basketballers.